0: Good morning, and welcome to Simply Economics. It's Saturday, January 27th. On today's show, the NESG releases the Macroeconomic Outlook for 2024, and the World Bank provides $300 million to Ghana for macroeconomic stability and economic growth. Plus, a macroeconomic researcher wins the Blue Chip Forecasting Award from ASU. This coverage and more, up next. I'm David, and you're listening to Simply Economics. We start off with a focus on Nigeria, where the Economic Summit Group has released its macroeconomic outlook for 2024, emphasizing the need for the government to adopt an economic transformation agenda to foster sustained high economic growth. Here to discuss this further is our correspondent, Bella. Can you tell us more about this report and its
1: recommendations? Certainly, David. The report outlines a phased approach to economic reform aimed at achieving transformation over the short to medium term. It provides an overview of the Nigerian economy in 2023, offering insights into its current status, challenges, and opportunities. The report also lays the groundwork for understanding the context in which the proposed economic transformation roadmap will be implemented.
0: What does the report say about the policy orientation of the new government?
1: The report suggests that the policy orientation of the new government presents a unique opportunity for Nigeria to address its numerous socioeconomic challenges, optimize economic potential, and yield favorable outcomes for its citizens. The centerpiece of the report is the economic transformation roadmap, which encompasses three distinct phases, stabilization, consolidation, and acceleration. Could you elaborate more on these three phases? Absolutely. These phases articulate the sequential steps and policy priorities for achieving a robust and sustainable economic transformation. The report also identifies potential inflection points, which are turning points for the Nigerian economy, crucial for strategic decision-making. And what does the report say about the
0: outlook for the Nigerian economy in 2024?
1: The report provides a forward-looking section that relies on comprehensive analysis and forecasting methodologies to provide stakeholders with valuable insights into the anticipated economic trajectory. The aim is to facilitate informed decision-making by combining a thorough analysis of the current economic state, a strategic roadmap, and future projections. So, what's the ultimate goal of this report? The ultimate goal of this report is to guide policymakers, business leaders, and other stakeholders in steering the Nigerian economy towards a trajectory of stability, consolidation, and ultimately accelerated economic growth and inclusiveness. Thanks for the insights,
0: Bella. In other economic news, the World Bank has approved a $300 million development policy operation for Ghana. This financing, provided by the bank's International Development Association, is aimed at aiding Ghana's economic recovery and supporting resilient and inclusive growth. Here to delve deeper into this is our correspondent James. Can you tell us more about this
2: financing and its significance for Ghana? Certainly, David. This financing is the first in a series of three, each worth $300 million, and is part of a broader World Bank engagement for crisis response and resilience in Ghana. The Ghanaian government is committed to restoring macroeconomic stability and implementing lasting reforms for sustainable growth and transformation. This financing will help ease Ghana's fiscal constraints and sustain economic recovery while also protecting the poor and vulnerable. This financing follows an agreement in principle
0: by the Official Creditors Committee under the G20 Common Framework on the key parameters of the proposed debt restructuring for Ghana. Can you elaborate on this?
2: Yes. The agreement is a critical milestone towards restoring Ghana's debt sustainability. It's consistent with the Joint World Bank International Monetary Fund debt sustainability framework. The measures supported by this financing, such as restoring fiscal and debt sustainability, bolstering growth prospects, curbing inflation, and protecting the most vulnerable, are urgent priorities for Ghana. And what are the specific objectives of the Resilient Recovery Development Policy Operation? The operation aims to restore fiscal sustainability, support financial sector stability and private sector development, improve energy sector financial discipline, and strengthen social and climate resilience. The specific reforms supported by this financing series include strengthening domestic revenue mobilisation, controlling expenditures, safeguarding financial sector stability, removing barriers to private investment, setting the energy sector on a sounder financial and operational footing, strengthening the country's social protection system, and mainstreaming climate adaptation and mitigation across policies. Can you tell us more about the International Development Association that's providing this financing? The International Development Association, or IDA, was established in 1960. It helps the world's poorest countries by providing grants and low-to-zero interest loans for projects and programs that boost economic growth, reduce poverty, and improve poor people's lives. It's one of the largest sources of assistance for the world's 74 poorest countries, 39 of which are in Africa. Since 1960, IDA has provided 458 billion to 114 countries. Thanks for the insights, James.
0: Now, shifting gears to the economy. As the debate over its future continues, Michael Cosgrove, principal and founder of the Econoclast, Inc., is predicting a mild recession with more disinflation and a significant decline in the funds rate. Cosgrove, who is set to receive the Lawrence R. Klein Award for Blue Chip Forecast Accuracy for 2023, will be sharing his economic outlook for 2024 at a live event. Joining us now is Michael, a correspondent for Simply Economics, Can you tell us more about this award and Cosgrove's predictions? Certainly, David.
3: The Lawrence R. Klein Award is one of the most prestigious recognitions in economic forecasting. It's judged and sponsored by the W.P. Carey School of Business at Arizona State University. And the winner is selected based on the accuracy of forecasts published in the Blue Chip Economic Indicators newsletter. Cosgrove, who has participated in the Blue Chip Economic Indicators for several decades, is this year's recipient.
0: And what can we expect from Cosgrove's economic outlook for 2024?
3: Cosgrove will be discussing a range of topics, including the current challenges in macroeconomic forecasting, prospects for growth through the remainder of 2024 and early 2025, the status of inflation and its implications for monetary policy, and the performance and risks of the financial and housing markets.
0: Cosgrove has a long history in economic forecasting. Can you tell us more about his background?
3: Yes, Cosgrove has been a long-term participant in several economic forecasting surveys, including the Wall Street Journal Survey and Pulsenomics, where he had the best home price forecast in 2014. He's also a professor emeritus at the University of Dallas, where he taught economics and published in academic journals focused on economics research. Prior to his academic career, He worked at Gulf Oil. What does the awarding
0: of the Lawrence R. Klein Award to Cosgrove signify about his forecasting abilities?
3: The award is based on the smallest average error for GDP, CPI, and unemployment over the past four years. Given the unpredictable economic events of the past few years, Cosgrove's predictions have remained particularly relevant. This award is a testament to his forecasting skills and the value of his work.
0: Thanks for the insights, Michael. In other economic news, the global inflation surge of 2021-22 triggered by the COVID-19 pandemic and the Russia-Ukraine war has posed significant challenges to the automobile industry, particularly in its shift towards electrification. The increased costs of materials and interest rates have made vehicles more expensive to produce and buy, adding to the burden on consumers during a cost-of-living crisis. Governments and industry stakeholders are now tasked with setting a clear e-mobility agenda to encourage innovation, secure supply chains, and sustain sales growth. To delve deeper into this issue, we have our correspondent, Abby. Can you tell us more about how inflation is affecting the shift towards electrification?
4: Certainly, David. The current inflationary environment has introduced a level of uncertainty that could potentially jeopardize the transition to electrification. The increased costs associated with manufacturing electric vehicles, coupled with higher interest rates, are making these vehicles less affordable for consumers. This comes at a time when many are already grappling with a cost of living crisis.
0: What are some of the macro challenges that the industry is facing and how are they responding?
4: Companies like Volkswagen truck and bus are sharing their strategies for survival in these challenging times. These include securing supply chains and fostering innovation to maintain sales growth. There's also a growing discussion around the transformation of auto supply chains, with onshoring and nearshoring being considered as potential solutions.
0: How are geopolitical factors influencing clean tech investment strategies?
4: Geopolitical tensions, such as the ongoing Russia Ukraine war, are reshaping investment strategies in clean technology. Investors are becoming more cautious and are looking for ways to mitigate risks associated with geopolitical instability.
0: And what about the impact of rising labor costs on the U.S. automotive industry?
4: Rising labor costs are another concern for the U.S. automotive industry. As wages increase, the cost of manufacturing vehicles also goes up, which could potentially be passed on to consumers in the form of higher prices. This could further exacerbate the affordability issue for electric vehicles.
0: Could an economic
4: downturn stall the
0: EV transition?
4: An economic downturn could indeed pose a threat to the EV transition. If consumers are facing financial difficulties, they may be less likely to invest in electric vehicles, which are typically more expensive than their gasoline counterparts. This could slow down the pace of the EV transition.
0: How is the economic turbulence affecting the growth of the German automotive industry?
4: The German automotive industry which is a major player in the global market, is also feeling the impact of the economic turbulence. The inflation surge and other macroeconomic challenges are threatening the industry's growth, particularly in the context of the shift towards electrification. Thank you for that comprehensive analysis, Abby. And with that,
0: we wrap up our stories for today. Thanks for listening to Simply Economics. We'll see you back here tomorrow.